BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Y'all... The cops came to my house. Yep. You heard that correct. The police paid me a visit. And in a little bit, I'm going to tell you why. So uh, welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. This is a solo podcast. Um, uh, It's going to be a short one. Um, I apologize for not getting one to you guys last week. The police had something to do with that. It's gotten a little overwhelming. But besides that, I've had quite the week. Um, I saw La La Land twice in the last two weeks outside, which was fucking so fun. There's this place in L.A. called I think it's called Rooftop Cinema Club, where you go on a roof And they have all of these chairs, like comfy chairs with blankets and headphones set up. And they play different movies outside underneath the stars. And there's food, there's drinks. Obviously, I wouldn't go if there wasn't alcohol. You know what I mean? But like, do you know how amazing it is to watch La La Land with headphones on? So like if people are talking, it really doesn't fucking matter underneath the stars. So I'm watching Gosling sing City of Stars underneath the LA stars trippy as fuck am I right it's so much fun Brittany hadn't seen La La Land yeah she hadn't seen La La Land I mean out of all the time all the times that I've been talking about this movie obsessing over it she has never seen it so it was like experiencing it for the first time all over again I think I just sat there the whole entire movie just staring at her face to like see her reaction that's what Kristen's like in movie theaters don't ever go to a movie with Kristen Doty okay because she will sit there and stare at you and touch you just and if she's crying she'll look at you and be like are you crying too if she's laughing she looks are you laughing too she like wants to like 
you to just she wants to know that like you're feeling everything she's feeling my mom does the same thing drives me crazy we literally do like rock paper scissors like who's gonna sit next to Kristen Doty during the movie like def not me I'd rather like pay for everyone's ticket so that I don't have to sit next to Kristen I love you Kristen but I mean it's got to stop so I felt like Kristen uh the other night when I was watching Britney watch La La Land and I felt like a major creeper but yeah okay so a lot's been going on but I want to I want to talk a little bit about my night with the popo so the other day I got home from work and I ran into one of my neighbors and he was like why don't we you know have wine night tonight and I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. We haven't, you know, I could have like a glass of wine for like, you know, half an hour or something. And then I like need to like chill because I feel like I ha- I've been really busy and haven't had any time to myself. So he comes in and he's like, OK, you want to go sit outside? So we're like, yeah, we go and bring wine downstairs. Then a lot of my other neighbors join in. So then like one glass of wine leads to more than a few glasses of wine. People are going in and out of the apartment complex, just like we're all having fun. Someone brought a guitar out. That's not my thing. Do you guys get weird when like someone brings a guitar out? Like every single friend I have loves this. Like they love to like sit around and like have somebody play the guitar, maybe like sing along. That gives me major anxiety. Like anxiety that Xanax couldn't stop like I don't like singing along with people like even when I I was growing up and I would be in a car with my mom and like all my friends like I'm I'm telling you like as a 10 year old with all my friends if I was like singing along to the song if somebody else started singing it I would have to stop because it just makes me feel weird to like have everyone like singing at the same time I think I'm friends with the wrong people because because their version of fun like after we have like a night out is to go back to someone's apartment and turn on music really loud and have a dance party and sing along together. All right. So this is this is the thing. I love a good dance party if I'm like absolutely hammered. I can sing along to some things if I'm absolutely hammered roofie me whatever you need to do need to be totally out of it but like singing together like I don't know like every single word to one not even one song like maybe a Britney Spears song maybe a Spice Girls song but like whenever someone puts on a song and everyone starts dancing and singing like you like you off and on know like the lyrics so it's like kind of awkward And then we're all looking at each other like, oh, did you just see that I didn't know that word and I just mouthed it or something? It's just, it makes me feel weird. And my friends love that shit. Like when I'm done with a night out, like I don't want to go back to somebody's house and mouth lyrics to music. I want to go home, get in comfy PJs, maybe a cashmere sweatsuit, you know? put on a movie, lay with my dogs, and go to sleep. Like, that 
is what's fun. So yeah, sing along dance parties ain't my fave. Um, I partake in them if I'm drunk, but that's pretty much it. Like karaoke, oh my god, is the scariest thing to me. I would seriously rather be like in a real life saw situation where like I have to choose whether to cut off my arm or like murder the person in the room with me. I'd rather be in that situation than karaoke. Karaoke, I'm starting to sweat just thinking about it. But so yeah, back to people who bring guitars out. Like I get if like you're really close with all of your friends and you know that like they're going to want to do the same thing, like sit around and watch you play guitar. But if I don't know you, why the fuck are you bringing your guitar out? How do you even know if I like like what music I like? It's just such like a weird I I sound like such an asshole because my neighbors are so nice. But like, no, please do not bring the guitar out like that is just like like what how do you choose like what songs to sing and like when someone starts playing the guitar do you like have to go silent you know like it's like it forces people to stop talking so it's like almost kind of rude if you're somebody who brings the guitar out you should maybe ask everyone first but you know even that if you ask then the people that don't want you to bring your guitar out they're not going to be like, no. So like all they're forced to like sit around and listen to it anyway. They're like, sure, you know, unwillingly, like it's kind of rude, right? Because then everybody who's sitting around chatting and having a good time and they're in discussion, like in cool discussions or conversations or whatever, they have to be silent and listen to you play guitar. So I'm not a fan of that. Before I I finish, I I get back into my police story, (laughs) my guitar wine filled police story. Uh, I have a rose gold toothbrush. Bougie, (laughs) right? Uh, Yeah, I actually, you know, I talk about this. I like fancy things like I don't like regular pens. I don't like regular razors. I don't like I like everything to be special. Like I'm sitting here at my desk and I have like gold scissors i just like things to be cute so when quip this company came to me being like uh we have a rose gold toothbrush i was like fucking sign me up i don't even care if it cleans my teeth but it does so let me tell you a little bit about this uh company because they are amazing it quip is a new company uh that has developed a refreshing easy chic way to brush your teeth Okay, so they have an electric toothbrush and it's like a it's not like one of those giant ones that takes up like your whole bathroom. It's small. It's petite. Basically, it's like what I want my body to be, you know, but they have a premium vibration. Their timer features. It's like such an ultra slim design. Like I said, it's just it, it works really well. And so when you order the toothbrush, they give you this adorable like everything's packaged really cute this toothpaste that's I love and then they also give you like a mini one for like traveling so like you're traveling in style it really is the best so you guys have to go check it out if you go to quip.com slash Stassi that's q-u-i-p.com slash Stassi s-t-a-s-s-i you can get your first refill pack free with a quip electronic toothbrush so that's your first refill pa- refill pack free at quip.com slash Stasi. 
getquip.com slash Stassi. Yeah, don't forget that. Getquip.com slash Stassi. So G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash Stassi. And you'll get your first refill pack free. So seriously, if you want a cute rose gold toothbrush, I mean, who doesn't? Go to getquip.com. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. I just realized I'm wearing like my like rose. Well, it's not rose gold, but if rose gold wasn't a metallic and it was matte, like that's my whole outfit is like that. So I match my toothbrush today. All right. So we're all sitting outside and guitar dude goes I'm finally like okay I need to go back I need to do my podcast like I there's so much stuff I need to get done now I've drank too much wine I succumb to peer pressure fuck my life this sucks you know I need to just learn like I said I don't know if I talked about this on my podcast but this year is now the year of no and I'll you know I'm gonna explain what that means last year when Patrick and I broke up I was like I just have to say yes to everything. It's my year of yes. It was my summer of yes that turned into my year of yes. If somebody invited me on a vacation, yes. Someone invited me to the movies, yes. Someone asked me to dinner, yes. Somebody asked me to babysit their baby, yes. Which I did that because I wanted to just have new experiences. I didn't want to just sit home you know, and, and do what I normally do when I'm in a relationship. I wanted to go out and live. I wanted good stories. I wanted to try new things, but with saying yes to everything comes a lot of anxiety because you have no fucking time for yourself. And sometimes I honestly just want to do what I want to do. So this year is now my year of no. I am not going to worry about if I'm hurting someone's feelings by not going somewhere or not responding to something. I can't possibly go everywhere or respond to everyone all the fucking time. It drives me nuts. Hence, year of no. The next time somebody asks me to have a wine night when I should be getting shit done, no. The next time somebody invites me to a movie that I really don't want to see, like, I don't know, Fast and the Furious, 17, no. I don't want to. The next time someone says, let's sit around and listen to the guitar. No, I don't want to. The next time someone says, no, don't go home. But it's 2 a.m. Who cares? Let's do more shots and go and have a dance party and sing. No, I don't fucking want to. So this is my year of no. It's all about what I want to make me happy, obviously without hurting somebody's feelings. Like I can't be like entirely selfish, but just like 90% selfish. You know what I'm saying? So we all stop the wine night eventually. I go upstairs, start working on my podcast outline, start responding to emails, doing my shit on my phone. Okay. So I'm, think about this. I'm on my phone. And the last time I was in my apartment was when my neighbor came over and said, let's have wine. And I was on my computer and I shut the computer and went outside. So after like 40 minutes of being up here in my apartment, 
of being on responding to things on my phone, writing my outline. I'm then like, where's my computer? Like, what? Where is it? I go look everywhere. I'm like, I can't find my computer anywhere. And the last time I saw it, I was sitting on my little day bed in my shoe room and I shut it. So like, where the fuck is it? Holy shit. Like, am I drunk? Am I like that drunk? Like, did I hide it? Like, what is happening? I tear my whole apartment apart. I mean, I turn it upside freaking down. I look everywhere in places that I didn't even know existed. Searching for my rose gold computer. I just realized I have a rose gold. What is with me in rose gold? I have a rose gold computer looking for it. I then text one of my other neighbors and I'm like, um, I think somebody stole my computer. I can't find it. And she's like, are you, are you sure? Are you serious? I'm like, I, I mean, there were so many people going in and out of the apartment complex. Like, I don't know. I know my door was unlocked because my dogs were like going in and out of the apartment. So like I, anyone could have gone in and I wasn't paying attention to like, whose friends were around or what's going on. So I'm like, fuck, is this a drunken thing? Do I think someone stole my apartment? I mean, my computer because I'm drunk. I'm trying to like reason with myself. Like what is happening? And I'm like, I'm, I don't, I, I mean, I may be a little tipsy, but like, I don't feel wasted. I don't feel hammered. And I mean, I've looked everywhere. Like how, like how could I, like, there's nothing left to do. Like, do I report it? Like, is there a find my computer app? Like I looked on my, like I didn't know what the fuck to do. I mean, I started to think that maybe my dogs are playing a trick on me. I was like, this is out of control. So my neighbor comes up and she helps me look. And so we're like thinking of everything. Like what, what is like, what, what could we possibly, like what, who could have it? Who was coming in and out of the apartment? Where could I have put it? She tears my apartment all, all over again. Then she asks her boyfriend to come over and help. So her boyfriend comes over and helps. He can't find it either. So her boyfriend's sober, mind you. So I'm like, a sober person can't find my computer? This is fucking wild. Like, someone stole my computer. Holy shit. So now I've resolved, I've like, I've, I've digested the fact that my computer's gone. And I'm just thinking like, I start crying because I'm like, oh my God, like everything I have is on my fucking computer. All my photos, just documents, like things that like I need is it's all on my computer. And I don't back that shit up. I'm like Carrie Bradshaw and that remember like when her computer died and she didn't back anything up. That's me. You would have thought I, you know, after like spending like my adolescent years watching Sex in the City and seeing that episode 15 times that I would have maybe learned to back something up but no not only can I not back up my ass because it's flat but I haven't backed up my computer so I'm panicking I start crying and I'm like I I don't I don't I don't know so then I even go over to another neighbor's house and I'm like I have to knock on the door and ask like did you see anybody come in so I knock on my other neighbor's door I'm like did you see anyone come up here like I can't find my computer I'm like crying mind you and that freaks him out so then he's looking around his whole apartment like oh my god is somebody around stealing our shit so I'm causing a frenzy super dramatic okay causing a scene 
ultimately we're like i we have to call the police like i'm i can't just like wait till tomorrow morning and like i, I what do you it, it seems dramatic but i have to so my neighbor calls the police for me says that someone stole my computer i'm sitting there crying i hear the police come up i felt like a felon and they start asking me all these questions. They start looking around my apartment, asking me a bunch of questions about what happened. I'm feeling like really intimidated because like even if you're not guilty of something, whenever I see police officers or hear a siren, I automatically think I'm guilty of something. Like when I'm driving and I hear police cars or see a police car anywhere near me, I'm like, oh my God, I murdered that person and they're going to find me. Like, and I'm like, wait, no, I didn't. Why do I feel guilty? Or like, I just feel like I've done something wrong. And so when the police came up here, I'm like, I feel like I stole someone's computer. Like, I feel nuts. Like, because I feel like I'm being questioned. Like I'm the, the thief. So they're asking me a bunch of questions. I'm sitting there crying. They're not, they were, they weren't like that, like into it you know like they weren't like overly concerned like our police officers like taught to not really like show emotion because that's what it felt like so finally (laughs) this is the kicker I walk out you know after I was like looking around some more I walk out to the police officers and I'm like listen people know me okay oh god I hate myself so like I have like uh, <laughs> have like a million I just got like a million followers on Instagram. I just hit a million and I'm on a television show. So if someone steals my computer, there's like a lot of photos and like things in it. So like you need to take this seriously. Fuck, shoot me. So embarrassing. You know, I've always said I'd never be that person. You know, like when like Reese Witherspoon and her husband were like pulled over. And Reese Witherspoon like went off and was like, oh, you're about to be famous. You're about to be famous. And like started talking about how she's an actress and who she is. Like, do you know who I am? Like, oh, God, that will never be me. Shout out to Reese. Love Reese. Honestly, that's such a boss move coming from her. So I always promised myself that would never be me. So when I come out there and say, listen, you don't I'm crying. You understand. People know me. I just hit a million followers on Instagram. These dudes were probably like this fucking asshole. This little skank (laughs) just said she just hit a million followers on Instagram. So as I'm saying this and they're just staring at me like I'm some Instagram model hoe. My neighbor's sober boyfriend goes oh my god I'm like what and at that point I'm like I know he found my computer but right now I'm hoping that he didn't in fact I want it to be lost forever because this was so fucking dramatic that now I'm just gonna like I'd rather just go down in flames you know and just lose my computer than be so embarrassed to have misplaced it I turn around my computer was underneath a notebook but the notebook was the exact same size as the computer So the computer looked like the notebook. If this makes any sense. You could not see my computer. So we ripped my whole apartment apart. But we didn't even think to look right in front of my face on the coffee table that's always clean. So it's not like I have a mess in my apartment. Is 
where my computer is supposed to be and where it always is. It was right there underneath the notebook. And he found it as I was talking about hitting a million followers on Instagram. That is why I wish he never found it. I didn't want to walk my dogs at night. I didn't want to walk my dogs for the next few days. I didn't want to see my neighbors for the next few days because I have never been more fucking embarrassed than drinking so much wine to the point where I misplace my computer when it's right in front of my face, call the cops, have the cops come to my apartment and then talk about how I just hit a million followers on Instagram. I deserve to be shamed like Cersei in Game of Thrones, get my hair chopped off and have to walk around the town naked. Hey guys, I want to take a break here and talk about something. If you've listened to my show or breathed oxygen for that matter, you know that life can be messy and far from perfect. Turns out same thing goes for your skin. Mederma to the rescue. New Mederma Quick Dry Oil is a brand new formulation on the market, and it helps improve the appearance of skin, scars, and stretch marks. And it's the number one doctor and pharmacist recommended brand. Most importantly, it's quick drying, so no more waiting for greasy oils to absorb. Who has time for that? Besides using it for scars and stretch marks, you can use it just to keep your skin hydrated. It's great to use on skin imperfections, but if you're like me and you're already perfect... JK, you can also use it as part of your daily skincare routine. Mederma Quick Dry Oil features nourishing botanicals and contains no artificial dyes or perfumes, so you don't need to worry about it irritating your skin. Sometimes pretty doesn't have to hurt. Look, you have enough to worry about every day, but don't let your skin be one of them. Check out Mederma today. Look for it in the first aid section. Yes, the first aid section at major retailers. Yeah, so that was my life. So that whole night when I was supposed to do my podcast, um, the police officers were over here. Um, and I had a meltdown. And so that is why I did not turn it in. Please forgive me. Okay, FYI to all the La La Land winners, I'm adding something extra to your package with your necklace. So that's why it's taking so long. And I have something for the people who came in second. So uh, about 40 of you are going to get presents from me. Uh, I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to these this little quickie. Peace out, Khaleesi's.